Peace of the gang, peace of the gang. Yes, Welcome sir. back to Quit the Cat Podcast. It's your boy VP. Yes, alongside sir. the bishop coming to you from Bang Bang Fitness Center here in Harrisburg, right. Pennsylvania. And today's guest, ladies yes. and gentlemen, is a Harrisburg native. Yes, she She's is. She's been singing professionally for the last 15 years. Yes. She has opened up or did background for many successful RB and gospel performers. Yes. She's also the creator of the Singers Lounge here in yes, Harrisburg. Yes, yes. We have Miss Erin Smallwood. Yes, so yes. What's here. going Thank on? Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. <laughs> but before we get too deep yes. into this, we got to do a quick vibe check. Bishop, how you feeling? Determined. Determined. Yeah, I practiced my word today. I said, how do I feel today before I go on here? I feel determined. That's what's up. Yes. I like you. Yes. Small small world. How you feeling? Um, I feel favored. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. You know, okay. most of the time, it gets like, I feel good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like, I like favored. That's a, that's yeah. a good I feel one. good. How about you, B? How you feeling? Hey, I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. All right. That's happy to be amongst that. the land of the living. Amen to that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Amen take to that. that. So, we always do this thing, and I guess, you know, everybody knows we like to, people might know who you are, but this is for the people that don't know who you are. And for the people that might think they know who you are, mm-hmm. we like to go back and do like a upbringing. Tell us how you born, raised, how you grew up, and we go from there so that um, I can get to know you. I mean, not much to it. Like I grew up in the, in the city. Okay. Born and raised, city of Harrisburg, you know. I'm a hillside girl. All right. All right. Ah. <laughs> I grew up on the hill. Um, graduated in 2002. Okay. Went on to Lincoln University. Graduated from Lincoln in 2008. And okay. Been rolling ever since. So, so what did you study at Lincoln? Mass communications with an emphasis in print journalism, and I had a minor of Black studies. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you a writer for a black magazine. <laughs> mm, I, I thought at the time I was a writer. I really didn't know what I wanted to do when I was at Lincoln, just to be honest. Okay. I was just happy to be amongst all these black people from right. different different okay. like okay. cities and I had no idea that like, you know, I could explore mm. like my blackness had depth okay. until I went to Lincoln. Okay. So I'm always grateful to Lincoln for that experience. I tell anybody, if you're going to go to college, trade is cool. If you got a a scholarship at a PWI, that's cool. But if not, go to a HBCU. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, so, uh, you know, I got to go and figure out. So when did you recognize your gift of singing? I've always had it. But I've always been a real serious introvert. Okay. So never really like ever wanted to be like a a, a mainstream artist. I like somebody who was like trying to get signed. That's how I kind of got into like singing background because it fits my personality. Okay. Like it was too much pressure for me to like, you know, come up with album concepts, be living in a studio. Um, living pillar to post, that's definitely not me. Okay. Brent, you're a cancer, you know. Yeah, I know. We don't like being broke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like yeah. that. So that's not a good feeling. So um, that's how I got into singing background. Okay. I've always known I could sing, though. Um, just always been, like, up and down, and, you know, 
Like, it, do I want to be an artist? Because having a right. gift and being an artist is two different, different things. things. Right, right. So you, I know um, you have church background, right? Yeah. So is that what you thought your gift was designed for, so to say? No. Okay. Okay. No. I, I, no. I, I just have to ask because, you know, sometimes in families where the kids, they, oh, that's just, that's for God's glory. Right. And, you know, and you're stuck in that mind frame or you're put in that position where you might want to use your gift for other things. But then, you know, and growing up in the church, like it's. Well, I will say this. I have a unique perspective when it comes to that. Okay. Because I was, I wouldn't say I was raised in church. I would say my, my family was like Easter Sunday okay, okay, type, okay. you know, and, um, but I was always involved in like community choirs okay, and stuff like okay. that. So I still got the training okay. that I needed without having to go to like church and be exposed yes. to like the, you know, yeah, yeah, you live yeah, in church, yeah, church yeah, is yeah, your life. Yeah, yes. Like there was, when I was coming up, like church was popping in the community and they right. had real programs for like you yeah, know yeah. youth in the city so yeah. i got ex um exposed to gospel music through that okay um i was in a uh choir called youth explosion okay and it was you know youth from all over the city who participated okay. so that's kind of how i got that training okay. but i didn't have an authentic encounter with with mm. with God until I got to college when I should have mm. been losing my natural mind. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, like, you know, for me, I always knew, you know, I loved R&B music. I okay. loved stuff outside the church. But then when I actually met God, he didn't put those parameters okay. on me. I know that's right. So like he never has to. He's the one who gave me the 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 vision for okay. the singers' lounge. Okay. Yes, absolutely, so, absolutely. I've never ever absolutely. had felt that pressure, but I I know some you know people that do. I, I think, I, and I think that pressure is put on by other people. I don't, you know, like it's, yeah. it's forced upon you, so to say. Now you know how I feel. Yeah, yeah I you, know. We, we talk we, about yeah, it we all the time. <laughs> we so talk we, about it all yes. the time. So definitely, we definitely talk about that. So I I, I, I want to. So you went from the choirs and mm -hmm. were you singing in college were you... yeah okay yeah i was uh singing in um the gospel choir on the gospel choir at that time and they actually recorded an album while i was on the choir and then i was also like singing background for people in philly okay because it you know philly's in yeah. close proximity yeah. and at that time that's when um, Black Lily was popping okay. and the whole Neo Soul movement oh, yeah, was coming up okay. right as I was yeah, in college. Yeah. So it was just like really super easy to, to you know, to sing okay. in Philly at okay. that time. Okay. Yeah. So, so you from from college, what was what was what was in the gap before you? Because I know you from singing and the sing. Well, I know you before the singers announced, but that's your to me your staple. But mm -hmm. what 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 took place in the gap between college and the start of your vision of what you want to do? Oh goodness! When it comes, Do y'all have comes, time? Listen, when it comes to <laughs> listen, when it comes to the singing or you know this and that, you can tell us we 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 open to hearing yeah, all things. Please tell us. So let's say that. But in that gap from background singing and you knew you just wanted to be background at that moment, what started to change? Like what, 
what would change for me as like my trajectory, yes. like how I ended up where I am yes. now and not like really fully singing professional yes. background full time. Yes. Okay. Um well <laughs> a couple of relationships in between there, okay. you know. I've been um engaged before. Okay. Like that fell through. So for a a little bit after college, that was my goal. Like, okay. you know, like that became my goal because I was engaged. Okay. And, you know, that ended up falling through, you know, as relationships do. Um, so that I was actually working and living in state college at the time. Okay. I had landed a job um, in the diversity, Office of Diversity Um right out of college like okay. straight out of college so i lived and worked there for a couple of years uh when my uh when my engagement um ended then i moved back to harrisburg okay um and i was just working just trying to figure out okay. what i wanted to do because you know when you think you imagine your life a certain way right, and right. you think you know enough for somebody to say yes right, right. to yeah. spending the rest of your life with that yeah. person that's of course yeah where the mo majority of your goals will be yes. um and you have your mind set on that thing yeah, yeah and i was young um but i came home and i that, that's how i transitioned into higher education so i actually worked uh for another university for four years okay then i went back to lincoln to work for another couple of years okay. so that's and um, in between Lincoln and that, uh, the the one uh, college in, in the Lincoln University, I ended up losing my, my job mm. at that, the university I started working for before Lincoln. Okay. I can't say their name. Right, right. Um, but. You would throw them under the bus if you would like. You would throw them smooth under the bus. Um, <laughs> run them over. Run them yeah, over. yeah. But um, I worked for them for four years and I went into the office one day and they said, um, this isn't working. We'd like to go in another direction. And I said, what uh, what, what, what yeah. was the reason? Why are you firing me? Like, yeah. at that point in time, like, I. You can put two and two together, who yeah. it is. But it's a new, it was a newer university, had just gotten their accreditation. Um, and I was the only admissions counselor with like out of state, out of state territory. And this is, is this, this is before the push of inclusiveness, like how it's pushed. Mm -hmm, yeah. yeah. This is before yeah. that. It was, yeah, it was what it was. It wasn't many of us right, right. Um, sitting at the table at the time. But I actually was their top recruiter okay. at the time. So I didn't understand why I was being let go. But I understand now that that's what I had to go through in order to yeah. be where I am today. But at the time, you know, being unemployed, um, I ended up having a, I couldn't, couldn't find a job. Okay. You know, jobs that I was overqualified for, I couldn't, I yeah. couldn't find it. I couldn't find employment, so I ended up losing everything. I moved back into my dad's basement, mm. <laughs> and it was a real slice of humble pie for me at that time. Like I will never, ever, ever, uh, you know. So let me, I, I, you know, I got to, <laughs> I got to go to the space. I got to. How was it for you in that space? Miserable, I think. Um, embarrassing, because okay. at that time, you know, I was. 
I was a college grad with 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 experience and all of these these you know I could sing I could do all of these things and none of it was putting food on the table mm-hmm. for me you know so yeah. it was like you know you know what happened to her you right. know so I just kind of lived I, I there would be days I would be stuck I would be in my dad's basement for days and not come up mm. except like to eat mm. and then just go right back into the into the hole. How did that? How long did that last? And what brought you out? Um, so I I would say it lasted like around six months, okay. where I just was you know depressed and not knowing what I wanted to do. Um, and then I ended up actually just get getting a job um as a parent engagement specialist at Harrisburg School District for like. Just for like temporary for okay. like, and that kind of like brought me out a little bit. Okay. So it like brought me outside, and I actually um, that is the around the time that I started the Singers Lounge. Okay. I was so broke um, for that first show. I had to pawn my engagement ring mm. in order to pay the band. Mm. <laughs> so, did you, so, so when let me so, like, I'm, I'm, let so me that ring turned out to be useful. Yeah, yeah some <laughs> great things come <laughs> out of like sometimes God has to remove all of those things. Like you know, He has to remove your comfortability level yeah, in order for you to be catapulted to yes, the next level. Absolutely. And I feel like that's what He had to do. Like if I would have been comfortable, I'd have just stayed there. I wouldn't have took the chance and had a show because I'm like, you know, that first show, I was like, who's gonna come? It's just gonna be us singers singing to each other. And it ended up sustaining me for seven plus years. I got. I want to go. I got to go back to that. So, <laughs> the first show, putting together the first show. Did you know what you needed to do? Did you know what you needed? I did. And how? Get from singing my whole life. So I knew, and and also knowing to be honest with you and. Sometimes when I talk, I don't have a a, a sugar coat. Yeah, you, so, so yeah I, I'm sorry. Yeah, like yeah, if yeah. I fit, but sometimes like um, from from singing a long time, I I honestly absolutely know what not to do. Okay, like you know, taking cues from like those all of those those events that I've attended okay. that that weren't good ones, so, and what what. And you know, I knew what to improve upon. So, so I like that because that lets you know your vision. So you looked at different events differently. Was that something in your mind that you, one day when you was doing background, said, you know what, I can do this, and I want to do this. And did that open your mind to start looking at the business aspect of it? Because I, I know your college background, and I, and I know people like. With that type of background, you can absorb and see things differently, especially coming out of school, being in uh, that frame of mind. But just to be able to say, you know what, I know this part from standing back here singing and what I see. What, like, what helped you to put together and say, okay, this is how we're going to do this, and this is the way that this is going to go for that first show to be successful. Hmm. So. Because the business aspect is a big thing and to get to be able to get people together and to get people to say, hey, look, this is my vision. This is what I'm trying to do. And for them to see it, you know, some people might not see it and they just be like, oh, yeah, I'm with it. And they just come and then they say, oh, OK. Right. But like for them 
to for you to be able to say, you know what, I want to do X, Y, and Z, and for them to say, you know what, we're on board. That sounds like a good idea. So what was the? So how did you have that mind? Did you write it down? Was it something that you just said? I didn't. That's crazy. So you just knew. That's crazy. That like that just put things in perspective yeah. for me. No, I just like was like at a place in my life where something has got to give. Like mm. I have to. Like I have nothing to lose at this mm. point. So why not just go for it? And I just, when I was in it, in the planning stage, like, I just knew what to say no to and what to say yes to. Because that's a, that's a big extrovert idea, not an introvert idea. So yeah. what made you come out of that shell? I know, like, so that's, like, back against the wall. My back's against the wall. And, like, to feel internally from God, to be able to say, God, that's some external things right there. I'm not, dude, that means coming out of my... How were you okay with that? And and that you guaranteedly knew that that, that word guaranteedly. Guaranteedly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come for me. That's what I say. Let's go. But how did you know that okay, this is it. And I gotta come outside and I gotta be up there. Now I am not in the background because that's what I said I would do, but now I'm in the for I'm in the front. Well, so the way that I like I I honestly I can't um like when people come to me for business advice on how to start my business I feel like I can't give it because mm. like I didn't approach it as a business mm. I approached it as something that I was was passionate about mm, okay. and I and well that may be good advice maybe yeah, like yeah, you want advice. to start that's a business or something that you're passionate, that you're passionate about Especially, yes. but um like you know, at when I was in that that active depression, like I had, I still had friends and stuff that I was talking to, and a lot of my friends sing. I know a lot of people okay. who sing just because I've sung so okay. long, um, and they were like, you know, like just you got to get out this funk, like you know, where, like, why don't you just go sing, sing in church, sing and do this? And I'm like, where? Right. And I ain't nowhere to go, but but right, church. Right, right. And karaoke, and I didn't. I wasn't interested in any of those options at that time. So I was like, you know, I had seen like successful open mics being done in Philly mm -hmm. for so long. Like the Black Lily was just one of like that's where Jill Scott and all of them got discovered. Uh, yes. Like, but that was just one of like hundreds right. of open mics, like live open mics that were in Philly at that time, right. and people would come. And they would perform and they would mostly perform their own original music. Mm, okay. But like it was the covers okay. that got people like excited because mm. people want to come. They want to sing along. Yeah, they want to. Yeah. Know. Like, so I was like, that would be dope if I just had all local singers sing covers to like different themes or whatever the case okay. may be. Like, you know, it, and, it, and if nobody comes, at least it'll be fun for us. Right. At least we'll be like, we'll have somewhere to sing. Yes. The Singer's Lounge. Okay. okay. And that's how I came up with the idea, not knowing who would come up, who would show up, mm. you know? And that first, that first show, we didn't even sell tickets. We mm. just said, come. Okay. And people came. What date was that? What year was that? <laughs> that oh, was, years ago. What year? yeah. You now you're making me do math now. Well, that was seven years ago. So what, what was that? Twenty. Twenty three right now. So that would be twenty eighteen ish. Yeah. Okay, so it was fairly new then, right mm -hmm. before pandemic. Yeah. Okay. How did it feel when when those people showed up and you was like, oh, we gotta, it's popping, it's lit. What was the feeling after that? 
it was a like it was like dang this might work like and then um at the time like we hadn't even planned on having another show after that mm. it wasn't supposed to be like a monthly event and at the time um the the manager of river city he was like y'all have to do this every month if y'all have like if y'all have this like I, I will mark off of my calendar for y'all every third Sunday if y'all have this every month. This is what the the this city needs. Okay. There's a lack of like, you know, black genres that are yes. represented and yes. definitely no definitely no R and B in the yes. city. Right. So like I mean, it was like, all right, let's let's do it. Let's okay. like let's let's start doing it. And we've been doing it ever since. Okay. Yeah. And we outgrew River City after that third show and moved to H Mac. Mm, so it's been there. We couldn't time. do it no more. They told us like, yeah, this we can't accommodate y'all. But that hard for them. Great thing. Right yeah, there. that is a great thing. But it it was it. What, it started getting too big, and that's why. Yeah, they were like, yeah, we have fire cold, and people was, like, packed in there like sardines. Mm. At, and I like that. I like that vibe. Yeah. I would have preferred that vibe. And this is why, you know, we definitely need God, because I I I'm somebody who likes to be comfortable. Like, yeah. And if it's working the way that it is, right. it's really, really hard for me to... Mm. To convince myself to 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 move to the next so level, you gotta be pushed. I do. You gotta be pushed out. I do. I think I gotta be pushed too. Sometimes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Seven years of running. Yeah. So did you? So as you? So let me let me ask you this. I want to know. Can you pinpoint what was the? What would you say is the hardest thing about putting together the singers' line? That's the hardest thing for you. The hardest part of um to me is um, I really had to learn in in order to run a successful business and um have people not take advantage of you mm -hmm. to like separate who I am personally from who I am sitting at a table. Mm. Like, you know, learn to be assertive, learn to to speak up for yourself because okay. nobody else is going to do it. Um, I'm a woman okay. in a predominantly male, right. you know, So did you role. know about that from missing some marks previously that made you speak up and feel the way that you feel? Was there places that you in, in the moment sat and you didn't say what you needed to say or express what needed to be done yeah because i felt like when i first started i felt like you know uh you know there i never let myself get too comfortable to where i feel like i got it okay like i always feel like you know that keeps me on my toes like i want to do better and you know if i say oh people will come next month and right. i ain't got to worry about it then that that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I still have to, you know, treat every show like Okay. Brand new show. Yeah, like it's a brand new show. Like it's day one. And like I I market it like nobody I want to market it like nobody's ever heard of it. Okay. <laughs> so that's that's how I approach it and that that's how I approach approached it when I, you know, sat at certain tables like I did a couple of like committees and things like that where you know I sat at the table with like organizations and I felt like I honestly felt like 
my ideas weren't taken seriously because, you know, I was the only female sitting at the mm. table. Um, you got to learn quick in, in that, that area where to say like, you know, okay, you can't be quiet, submissive heiress in this, in this setting. Yeah. You got to say, no, I'm, I deserve a seat at this table. Not only do I deserve a seat at the table, I might be most, the most qualified yeah, at this right, table. Right. Like it's, Absolutely. that is not a space where you, where humility works. Yes. Yes. Like you have to so assert yourself. How did those. you learn that? trial by fire okay like y'all not gonna keep trying me right, right. and expecting me not okay. to tell you who i am okay like i'm gonna tell you exactly who i am if you try me more than i know more they, than a couple i know, times. I know they, they must not be very observing because because <laughs> trust me you have this thing where if they look over like God, let's see what's on her mind because this thing is going to pop you don't want to be around <laughs> you don't want to be around when that thing goes off man. yeah so i definitely Get it. So if that was the hardest, what is the, I don't want to say the easiest, what, what flows for you? What flows the, the easiest, I think, is creativity. Okay. Like, people keep asking, like, people ask me, like, oh, you know, what if you run out of themes? I don't think I will. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, you know, ongoing, um, like, I'm always trying to evolve. I'm always trying to push myself create creatively. Right. So I think that's what comes the easiest. Yeah, music never dies. I don't never. even think y'all even scratch the surface yeah. of where you can go. I know. Yeah. We want to start doing more newer stuff, but y'all be having us in this 90s. This like, you know, this old school pocket. You know, we want to start covering I think, new artists. I was laughing because I, just, I, I was like, there come the saints. So I look at it like it's going to be... It has to be forced upon. Is it going to be hard for people to adjust to? Uh, I, uh, somewhere in there, but I, we have we do have some years that we can cover that was very monumental to all of us, shaping us growing Absolutely. up. You know, it's, it's some it's some classic years and some things that came out and happened during them years that shaped us. So I feel that it would be safe a little bit to stick our toe in. Yeah. A little 2000-ish, we can come yeah, up. Yeah, come on. Like, come on. Like, like, let's, let's stop. Yeah, you know, we all love the 90s, but... So I say, I say, listen, let's just bring them to the water. We sneak, <laughs> we sneak some new stuff in there every yeah. once in a while. I think just bring them to the water. And, and so, yeah, I, I say, hey, let's go for it. So have you, and maybe I missed it, but I still want to ask just because how we done like single artist showcase from like a, a whole person's like album uh, oh, catalog. yeah catalog i would love i i want to start doing that okay. like i had an idea to um do like a couple of like um what do they call it is it anthology no it's like you do a whole album like there's there's albums in our our genre like yes. our when we were coming up that you could play from beginning yes. to end. What's wow. got albums like that? They make it like an anal anal analog. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think that's yeah. okay. Yeah. That's so that is right. right. Yeah. yeah. So like those those albums, like I think that would be dope to bring it to life. Yes. In the kind of format that the Singers Lounge has, like okay. where like one artist covers yes. each song and yes. we do the whole album yes. from beginning yeah. to end. Yes. Um, so that might be coming down the pipeline, okay. but we've done one artist show and that's Mary J. Blige. Okay. 
Um, but I would love to do more shows like that. Okay. Love. Okay. Yeah. So how does your team, how did, like, how does your team operate? Is it just you? You come up with everything and be like, hey, y'all do this, do this? Or do you have a squad of people that sit together and y'all come up with ideas and just work through things? Hmm. Um. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up. You can say they ain't part of the team right now if you want to. You can be like, y'all ain't part of the team for real now. My team, the, we do have brainstorming sessions and, and stuff like that. Like, and they're and they're really helpful. And my team is really helpful. So I don't want to, yeah. like, say that they're not. But if my team was here, they would tell you, like, um, she ain't going to listen to me anyway. She's going to do what she want to do. Is that that, cre- <laughs> is that that creativity? It's like, hey, listen, I already got the vision. I've seen everything. I just need y'all to go with me. Yeah, I think it's that. Um, you know, it's creatives, like people who are like really, really creative. They have hard a hard time grasping that anybody's ideas are better than theirs. They're sensitive about their shit. Oh, nah, that's real. I, like, I don't listen to nothing. Uh, you, oh, you, you better bring me the idea. Because if it's my idea, I ain't going to hear nothing. You gotta, I I'll not, listen to you, I but I ain't going to take I, you. I don't know why I even want to participate in this. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to figure out, am I guilty? Yes, you are. Oh, my God. Yeah. I noticed that <laughs> yes, about myself. Are. We all are. Oh, yeah. my God. I noticed that about myself. That sounds so harsh out here when it's you say real, it like It's real, though. That. Yeah, it's real. It's like It sounds so harsh. Many people like, oh, well, why'd you ask for my opinion? I just wanted to know what you thought. I didn't really. Market research. Yeah. Yeah, market research. So, so, great way to put it. Market research, yes. So do you have like, uh, now listen, we're not putting it to where you're pinpointing, but do you have certain ones that you do ask and that you know they'll give you reliable feedback or do you open it up to feedback even if, I don't want to say you're not going to listen, but do you like still ask them anyway just to see if there's something sprinkled in there that you can use or that you might feel is a good idea? I always ask. And I can, I, I've learned to um be more open to constructive criticism over the years okay and i really am blessed in that i have a team that like is are they're not yes men okay like they will tell me um be a, a good idea to have a Rick James show or okay. like you know like that just Rick James is cool. <laughs> yeah, I like Rick. Yeah, I'm just like saying like maybe that's not you know we can't there's other ideas we can explore over that. But in and having I will say in having those kind of people around you, you do have to be comfortable right. enough to say like with like uh you know sure enough of yourself to say like hey I'm gonna pursue this idea even when you think it's a bad one. Right. Like so, it's there's a there's a balance there. Okay. Like you want to be open to to hearing constructive criticism because the people around you love you, but also know when you that know sounds... they may not be able to see your vision right mm-hmm. away. Yeah. That sounds might... so easy. You made it's, that sound so easy. It's not. It's I made not. That sounds so easy. It's not. It's not. It's not. It just sounds easy. It sounds she good. says it. She said it. She yeah. said you just gotta get some constructive criticism from your peers, and yeah, yeah, it's yeah. gonna be okay. The moment you start, go, you go try that. Go try that anywhere tonight. You be like, yeah. why are you talking to me right and now? And I'll be like, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> Tell the truth, though. <laughs> well, no, wait, wait, but it is getting to that place and just being open and just knowing that, hey, you know it. it 
it's criticism. It, it you know, it can help you. Right. Even if it if it stings a little bit, right. you know, it's gonna make the sore, it's gonna make the cut better. You know, yeah. you know, it has Absolutely, to sting a little man. bit before it heals. Yeah. So yeah, that's a that's a hard place. So let me ask you, because seven years is a, a, a long running time. Um, and it's still the beginning. Like it's just still getting started. Yeah. So how do you keep uh your team from you know, and in seven years, team like even here with the gym, people have changed. Now I have some that have been with me, and I know like they're my core people. So how how was it? How was it for you in the transitioning of people coming and people going, people participating and people backing out, people not feeling like how does that work for you? That's hard. Okay, that's hard because I'm not in a in a position where I am like I don't have run the type of business that. You know, I have employees. Right. I have like family. Yes. You know, like and like being having to rely on other people creatively. We need everybody. Like we we need BGVs. We need the band. We need like those are. Yeah, those are those are important things. It can't just be me. So is it hard? Is it hard to sell them on continuing to see the vision? Oh yeah, I've lost a lot of people. Okay. Um, just being transparent, like because they had an a different idea of who I was. Okay. You know. I, did they diminish you in their in their view of you or was that how they viewed you like you were diminished in their mind and they were like well she should just be able to take this and you're like nah that ain't it people look at me on the outside I feel like and they see somebody that is completely different than who I am and mm -hmm. once you undo the layers mm -hmm. you'll see like I'm just I'm just me like I'm an introvert like all I do is like if I'm not working and sit at like and listen to music all day or watch HGTV. Like I'm very I'm very basic, but when people see me and like, oh, she's the singer's lounge, like she's a they think I'm an extrovert and they right, think right, like right, I'm right, a right, singer yeah. and they think like that I'm about all of this glamorous stuff and you know, like things that really don't matter to me at mm -hmm. all. I literally just got into it because I wanted there to be a place for us to sing locally and that's what i wanted like i wanted my friends to be able i wanted to be able to sing and i wanted my friends to be able to sing okay. like and um people think that you know i'm richer than i am mm. <laughs> that i have you know thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to be able to pay or finance you know their projects and you know i have this emotional bandwidth to be everywhere at once and be everything to everybody and i don't mm. and i had to i really burned out there just trying to to support everybody and i put my self-care my own personal goals on the back burner mm. for a very very long time um because like I just felt like oh because these people support me I gotta support them I gotta be there at every single event I gotta be there you know for every single thing that they do like I have to be there because they supported me right um but they also supported me because I provided something to them right it was a mutually beneficial yes. relationship um so um you know 
I have. Like I'm like it's very, very hard. Like when you when you own a business to have those professional working relationships when, you know, you spend so much time together, you you just become family and it and the lines get blurred. Right, right, right. Or whatever. And you know people people see what you do and when they're involved from the like you know when when they're involved somewhat they think why aren't you doing it that way why don't you do it this way you know like why don't like you know like it's like if i was in charge of that i would do it this way Right. And that's not how it works. It that's not how it works. Like everybody thinks that it's so easy to do something until like you it's actually to have it. to absolutely. do it. Yeah, like people look at it and say like, oh, you all you got to do is I had one to, uh, one friend at a, at one time who told me all you got to do is, is is release a flyer and press a button. Oh, and wow. and and your 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 event is 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 selling out. That's not the same as my business. I have to do this this and this what my business and you know you have basically have preferential treatment because of who you are people will just support you and i was like Dang, do you yeah, that is not that, how that works like do you think that yeah. i just woke up and said like yeah. like it took come me to my show like, and then everybody showed up i was like okay well like if i press that button then who is going to like book the venue? Who is going to teach the background singers their parts? Who yeah. is going to who is going to cr- recruit singers to sing? Who is going to make sure that the band is rehearsed? Yeah. Like that is all stuff that I have learned over the years, yeah. and you know that is, yes. you know yeah. that you don't have those yeah. are skills that you don't have. Yeah. Right, right. So how could you say? Yeah, and I gotta make everybody feel equally important to do their job. Right. Yeah, and 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 they are yeah. like, but like also, you know, I'm human, and I'm I'm. People think that just because like you're in a position of power that you don't have the ability to make mistakes or make the wrong decisions. Um, but certainly, like I have, I'm still growing in that yeah. area. Like I have to find a, a comfortable balance between business and 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 the friendships that okay. I've acquired through right. the singers lounge. It's sad that people see see it like that, but it's also a blessing because it shows that they from their limited perspective and their view from looking in looking in out from the outside, they're like, yo, she's doing great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's the blessing and the curse of it is like you are doing great, but they don't see every, all the background stuff you got to do and they just take it as well everything she does is successful it's just a negative way of looking at it opposed to them just saying hey i think what you do is successful and just giving you your flowers they kind of throw shade and then yeah it's very surf like and and it doesn't help that it's an entertainment platform because really surface level is all you see Mm that's all you're supposed to see right like you're not you don't see the hour, you know, the nights that I don't sleep right. because, like, I'm trying to figure stuff out. I'm trying to make sure that you know every show has what it needs to be able to su- to succeed. Like, you don't see, you know, you know my brainstorming sessions, you know, with my team or the times where you know we've had like four or five artists not yeah. show up. Yeah. Yeah. To a to a to a show that's being scheduled for you that's scheduled to go on in the next hour, yeah. and have you know 
having your team learn those songs so that we have a complete yes. show. Yes. Like, they don't see that. And it'd be flawless <laughs> when it happens. Yeah. You can't even tell the feeling until you be like, well, this person feels in this place. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And that's a blessing in of itself to, to be able to have those people around me. So I do take that responsibility seriously to okay. find that balance between, you know, friendship and professional. Like, because I need them. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, right. I need so is them. it getting easier? I don't think it ever gets easier. I honestly don't like because when feelings get involved, like it, it just it it's it's gonna get it's gonna get messy. messy. Mm -hmm. But that's the only that that's the way that's the only way I honestly prefer to run my business. Like okay. I prefer to have people around me that I like. Okay. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> you know that I that I you know want to see win and they yes. want to see me win. So I think it's I think you know it can become messy, but it's like any relationship. If it, you know, if you love that person, that person loves you. It's worth it. Right. But we like to always ask people in their respective field, especially when it's entertainment or something like this. How do you feel about the state of R and B right now, where we're at? No, I was gonna ask you that. I'm gonna want to ask you now. So now you're now you're now you're throwing out here. Go ahead, and talk about it. Talk about it. Whew. Let them know how you feel. Um, I always tell Brent like nobody. I feel like nobody can out R and B me. Like, mm. I don't do, like R and B. Like people will be like, oh, I listen to R and B when I'm cleaning. Like they prefer like hip hop, rap. Right. Whatever. Like, is their number one genre. Everything else is a distant second for me. Like, I'm a huge R and B super fan. Always have been. <clears throat> to me, R and B is just as important to the culture as hip hop is. Yes, absolutely. Like, it's just as important. Um, and if not more because R and B yeah, been around before, before way before. Hip -hop. Yeah, but it's treated like. It's treated like a second, kind of like a second option. Mm. I, I feel like it's becoming like a, a distant second to like the more like, you know, hip hop, R&B, and now even pop is entering into it because really nowadays, I can't tell the difference between pop and R&B except that one artist is black and one is white. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Like a lot of the R&B that comes out that that is successful. Mm. Does it takes out that church influence, like that 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 cornbread that yeah, you're used yeah. to hearing, mm. like when you 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 heard like Kelly Price yeah, and yeah, like all of those so, people, yeah, like yeah. that could really that we consider actually can sing. Now yeah. it's like kind of like a real quiet falsetto. They don't yeah. do yeah. as much with their voices what they used to, like microwave cake. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's That's it's it's terrible, it's very <laughs> um, especially like the female singers to me. Like everybody sings in falsetto. Everybody yeah. wants to sing like whispery and mm -hmm. and pretty. Like, and I want I just want desperately for somebody to just growl on a microphone, yeah. like yeah. and like give me like that. Yes. that, that who, who does that who feeling? Does that, who does yeah. that for you right now? Who does that for you? Mm. Oh. Oh man! As far as 
singers nowadays. Mm, I'm Jasmine. Okay. Yeah. Jasmine Sullivan. I like I like the newer art. Like I like Queen Naja. I like Ari. I like um Brian Snow Allegra. Um, I like a couple of like I love them for what they do now. Like you get what I'm saying? Like I don't want to be one of those people who's stuck in the nineties okay. and don't doesn't learn to appreciate music Absolutely. as it evolves. Yeah. Um, but does it give me that same feeling that I that it gives me when Anita Baker, you bring me joy comes yeah. on? Yeah. Absolutely uh, not. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't. Yeah. It just doesn't yeah. like hit those yeah. Absolutely. Those points for yeah. me that it doesn't hit those points. It doesn't give me what I need. Right, right, right. It it'll give me enough to sustain me, but okay. it doesn't like. Yeah. Feed you, feed your soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you because they all seem all those artists. They're fairly similar in my opinion. Like they're not no none of them are like too all from the next one. They're just kind of like all right. They're all yeah. in the same room. But I think they're all dope. Do you write as well, or are you just perform? I can write. Do I enjoy writing? No. Mm, right, okay. <laughs> I enjoy, like, I, I don't know. Like, it's easier for me to just learn other people's music and perform it than it okay. is for me to, like, come up with something from scratch. Yeah, because I try to talk her into dropping an EP. Oh, no God. Yes. I'm to tell her that's what we need to do. That annoys, like, let me tell you something. <laughs> that annoys. <laughs> The whole the whole it. studio process annoys me so much. Like it just be like all of us in the studio. Oh no, you should say you should say um, instead of that, you should say that, and instead of ooh, you should do this. You should do it lower. You should do that. You should you know you know add harmony right there. I'm like shut up. This is like ridiculous. Like and nobody knows like. If you're gonna like, if it's gonna be good, like you get so caught in, like, I feel like in the studio, you get so caught in, like, just the creative process that you have no idea, like, you have no idea of what's dope anymore because, like, you're just pouring everything into yeah. the song. And, like, that's how, like, you ever see like on TV like one of those whack rappers and no. like they'll like in the, in the studio <laughs> no for real like in the studio and Roll they'll be like place. they'll be like all hype over like a like yeah. reciting a, a lyric that's trash yeah. I'd be scared that's gonna be me oh no no <laughs> like like how do that like how do they get to that level I use how do they get to that I use that for that to be listen you. right if you're not that confident and you I use never that, sound listen, that and I and I use that as one of my examples i tell people you have to believe in yourself absolutely as much as they do but they, as much as that, rapper, is, yes you have to knowing that yourself, knowing yes. listen we know it's trash yes. the people that's in there with them know that bar was trash but they don't believe it though listen, but so that, how do you get to that level of delusion you gotta let them listen <laughs> i, don't I, know, I feel that that level of delusion will take you somewhere it's gonna take you out of yes. this world yes Yes. Too, I, listen, I respect if, that. I respect. If we had as much belief as whack yes. rappers, this world would be. I mean, listen, place, everybody I should have whack listen, rapper confidence. Have, listen, <laughs> whack rapper confidence. Listen, Let's go. I'm telling listen, you. Listen, it's a thing. And I be That's saying, hilarious. Because I, I look at it with a different lens now. I'm like, 
why can I be mad? Yeah. They are really excited and don't say nothing. And even some of that whackness rubs off on yes. you. You be like, I kind of like that song. Listen, it's terrible. It's, 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 it's the confidence will, listen, confidence it will, it will, trumps. It will, yes. It will convince you. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. It will, it will pull you through. Yeah. Because I promise you, it's going to be at least 20,000 whack individuals listen. that let this whack rapper know that he is hot it. and they're going to love it. And they're going to support it. They're going to pay you for it, so... I am. I, of all the things musically that I could do, that is the thing that I'm the least interested in. Mm. It would, I mean, I know, I, I probably will do it just to say that I did it. I will hope so. But, like, I don't know that, that, that that's something I feel, like, you know, passionate about. I more so, like, would like to get into developing artists. Okay. I think yeah, I like so, that a little bit more, okay. like, helping them find out who they are mm. creatively than I would be at this, you know, at this point in my life. I don't know. So did you something. think about being a singing coach? Um, yeah, yeah. I have a nonprofit um, part of the Singers Lounge okay. um, where we're looking to do that a little bit more often. Okay. More so just... Not 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 only like giving them vocal instruction, but just uh, giving them the tools that they need in order to to have a chance. Because okay. when you know when I was growing up, there was no there was no TikTok, there was no yeah. you know there was no social media. Yeah. You had to move to New York yeah. or L A. in order to be put on. Atlanta and all that. Yeah, like you had to. You had to go out there and physically get it. Now you can post a video from your bedroom on TikTok and go viral. And, you know, you don't ever have to leave the city right, in right. order to do it. Right. It's a, just a different industry now. Um, and really, now in order for you to get signed, you have to have a, a, a social yeah. media following yeah. first before right. they will even consider you. Um, so... It, you know, that kind of stuff. And in order to have, you have to have tough skin mm, to be in this business. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you. Some of the people that I I come in contact with, they just don't got it. Mm. They they can't accept. Like, I've had people in really hard, high places, like, tell me, like, you know, and, you know, I'm, I'm vocal about this. I've struggled with my whole, my weight, my whole life. Okay. Like, um, that's a really big reason why my career didn't go as 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 mm. as high as it would. Like it's vain, mm. like that. It's a vain industry. Like it doesn't matter how hard how how um how good you can sing. Oh wow! Like it, you know. I had literally um auditioned for Harv Pierre. That a was yes. Okay. That was a uh, yeah. He was the second in command at Bad Boy. He's and and I sung. He didn't want to hear me, so like he was like next. He saw me and said next, and um I started singing anyway. Because mm. <laughs> that's what you that that's the kind of mentality you gotta have. Right, right, right. Like this is hard, Pierre. He's not not going to hear me sing. Like right, right. you get what I'm saying. So I started singing, and he was like, um nice voice but you need to lose weight mm. and i respected that because he said i had a nice voice 
I never even thought, because I was so deep in it at that time. Like, I was trying to get on. Like, I wanted to sing background for everybody and do all of these things. I was just so conditioned to people bringing that up as, like, a deterrent. Like, and this is just to sing background. This right. ain't to sing. This ain't to, to put albums, yeah. you know, to, you know, to sign a three-album deal or nothing right, right. like that. Like, um... You have to be comfortable with people bringing up your insecurities. You have to be comfortable with being told no, because all it takes is that one time for somebody to say yes. And mm -hmm. that's your opportunity. Absolutely. Like it's a probability game okay. for real, for real. Yeah. As much as you, like the more you put yourself out there, the more chances you get of being put on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So I think that kind of guidance is needed. And I think um, a lot of times when I um, came up in the city, people would say, you need to leave Harrisburg. You got to leave Harrisburg to be able to get on. You got to do this. You got to do that. You know, people ain't looking, ain't checking for no Harrisburg singers. They only checking for Philly, New York. You know, we can sing too. Yeah. We can sing. And there's a lot of people here that can sing. And, you know, when you have that in your ear, even if you want to move to Philly or move to New York, you're going to be thinking, oh, I'm just some girl from Harrisburg. Mm -hmm. Like, what what chance do I have? But with the right development, we can absolutely bang with Philly. Right, right. We can absolutely bang with New York. Absolutely. Like, we can, we can, there was, there are some people that I know right now that sing in a, a storefront church that will sing these girls that are chart-topping, yeah. like, under the table. Yes. Make them scared to sing yes. ever again. Yes. <laughs> like, I want to hear them. <laughs> That's what I like to Seriously. Absolutely. Seriously. Absolutely. Yeah. So, before we leave out here, I know you have, I know the brunch tickets Oops. are sold out, but... There's still the day party tickets available. Yeah, we got like, we got about 10 day party tickets available still on our event, right? Nine. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, no. I, I, I still get in. So, so. It's 10 for y'all. It's still 10. Yeah, you, I, I get in anyway. Yeah. You're not even concerned about it. Yeah. Show up. Um, Pay at the door for me. Exactly. <laughs> Spoiled. Yes. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, but those are still available. Absolutely no brunch tickets left, though. But we do have that available. And we're doing a... That's like a day party. Okay. Um, so it's not like a full blown out singers lounge but that in, in September mm. we have an actual singers lounge at the winery. Yes. Um, And it's going... You know, What's the, the black folks, they love a color coordinated yes. event and I've never had one before. Okay. So this one is going to be um r&b and rose so okay. shades of blush pink or okay. whatever like i could just already see the the optics all okay. these all these beautiful brown and black faces <laughs> yeah, yeah, <absolutely>. <laughs> um yeah because i've never done a color coordinated event and i felt like all white and all black has kind of been done before yeah. so okay. i wanted to do something a little different you know hopefully people will come out to that too okay so let me, before we leave, thank you. How many podcasts you've been on so far? Mm, I don't know. I think I've been on not a lot because okay. you know I I'm only here for you because I, know, I appreciate it. I don't even like talking to people. Yeah, yeah I had to ask her. I had to, like when you gonna do it? You ready? You ready? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> She's like, I got you. I was like, all right, well, we earned it. And this we appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, this might be my second or third one. Well, we appreciate it. You did well. Thank Absolutely. you. Y'all made me feel comfortable, I'm, so I'm I glad. appreciate That's that. our mission. That's Absolutely. our mission. Let's do it. All right. You want to tell them where they can find you at real quick? Yeah. I mean, they can find the singers lounge at least. You know what oh, I mean? um, well, we we don't we don't have a website right now. We're working on that. And our social media. Um, we do. We have uh, Facebook and Instagram, um, and it's just Facebook slash the Singers Lounge, okay. IG slash the Singers okay. Lounge, and we we'll pop right up. All right. Make sure y'all go follow that right yes, now. Sir. We'd yeah. like to thank Miss Eric Smallwood yes, for coming yes. through. Again, no chopping up with the podcast. We yes. thank you. We All enjoyed right. your story. We appreciate you coming yes. through. Yeah. Hopefully, I didn't nah. over talk nah, you. you did good. Okay, right, you good. smooth. That, we want you to talk. Don't <laughs> say nothing. Just go in and talk. Yep. Yeah. But it's been another episode of Quit the Cat yes, Podcast. Sir. It's your boy, VP, alongside the Bishop, yes, with the special guest today, Eric Smallwood. Until next time, people, I holler. Peace. Peace.